Greetings and love, everyone. This is Sanctuary. My name is Tom. It is March 7th, 2022. This is episode 16, and I'm here with my partner, Marsha, and together we make up Mastery Libertas. And it is, I'm sorry, excuse me, a little frog right away, March 7th at 736 on the Pacific Coast. Uh, tonight we're coming together to try to offer everyone what we actually term as a sanctuary here. Uh, Marsha, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? We're rolling right along. I'm actually doing okay. Um, we had some comments, or I actually would say we had some questions uh, kind of posted right away, which is not always the case, but uh, you were mentioning that we were going to maybe go right into open floor mode, and I think that's really neat. Um, Marsha, could you give us maybe a little nutshell version of what Sanctuary is and what drives it? Sanctuary is just a space where we can come together and create what I call a weave or what spirit has termed a weave, which is when we gather our energy with a very specific focus and intent, and we use our collective consciousness to put that out into the world. And so even though we are not in person right now, we still have this very beautiful, powerful energy available to us when we come together um, in like mind and in like heart like this, and we allow the spirit to move through us and we allow ourselves to fully share and be our authentic expression. And so the term weave that you'll often hear me use on this calls, on these calls is um, a term that Spirit gave me back in 2012 to help me understand how my inner reality was beginning to reflect um, almost instantaneously with my external reality. So I was seeing signs, symbols, messages, codes, whatever you want to call them, um, were activating in my mundane, ordinary life that were in sync with thoughts, feelings, ideas, um, dreams that I was having internally. And the more and more that that happened, the more uh, spirit uh, began training me in the art of weave or the uh, ability to live one's life fully aligned to one's spirit and to one's soul. And so when we come together in sanctuary, we're coming together to hold that filament of light to create that energetic grid structure and when we do that where two or more are gathered we create this amazing uh, sonic boom this powerful presence that goes out into the world and really sends a ripple effect not only through our personal individual lives but into the collective realm of humanity at large that is exquisite i need to let you do the intros from now on you just got yourself the new the new spot uh then you get to do all the video put, clips. Put me, put, me, put me to shame on that. Um, I just want to say that I'm really grateful for being able to share space with everybody. And uh, 16 episodes, man, I can't even, I can't even believe that. Um, we are here in the beginning part of 2022, whereas the last two years have really um, broke the chasm of time for a lot of people. Uh, whether time was moving already pretty fast in 2020 in the beginning of that year it's likely sped up for you uh even even more uh with possibly little periods where it's moving as slowly as possible but um maybe people have some comments on that on what the last two years have felt like in terms of the perception of time because i i feel collectively that everybody is having to maybe contend with the a change in their awareness of time, a change in their awareness of how they're functioning within time. And uh, that could be jarring in and of itself. It can create cognitive dissonance for sure. Um, but we don't need to get off on that tangent right away, Marsha. What uh, did you feel like there were a specific weave topic or a theme that we need to drive towards? Or are we going to get right into questions? Well, you're actually speaking to one of the, to the themes that spirit brought through, which is that time is stretching folding and speeding up right now. And so there will be moments where it feels like an entire week has happened in an hour. And then I just had an experience right before the sanctuary call where I was in, I knew what to be a 10 minute meditation because I knew I had to be on here. And halfway through the meditation, I thought like it was like 10 o'clock and I had missed the whole call because I felt like I had gone somewhere so far away that I couldn't possibly, you know, only be three minutes in. And so just in today alone, I have noticed it stretching, speeding up and kind of what spirits is folding in on itself, where it feels like you are in the void itself and that time and space does not exist. 
And Spirit has talked in the past that as we move into these higher vibrational uh, frames of reference within our soul, that uh, rather than the linear perception of moving through time, like I am a person, I'm born, I go to elementary school, blah, 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 university, family, et cetera, how the way we were kind of programmed and conditioned to believe, we're actually moving into a new reality where time and space moves through us and we begin to recognize ourselves as um, this human divine, this creator being who, when connected and aligned to that source essence, has the ability to bring that through us and to create a reality far beyond what our personality selves or our linear minds could have ever conceived of um, in the past, even the past of, say, five years ago, 10 years ago, etc. I guess it's best to just take uh, take comments or any questions on this. I know for my from my perspective, just real briefly, that when you're trying to be uh, truly a black belt in your mental self awareness, where you're not letting little pauses go, where you're just having unaware thoughts or unconscious thinking, that when you do have those, you know, uh, lapses that it creates a slight rubber band effect and it affects time in that way too. And so uh, forcing time or allow, I guess I would say allowing time to flow through you. Um, I, I firmly believe has something to do with mental self-awareness with, you know, not being so loosey goosey with your mental chatter. Presence, absolutely. When we're in our presence, we are allowing time and space to flow through us. But the second that we're in those upper chakras and we're thinking or we're analyzing, we're now in the linear time construct. And one of the things that we've talked about on several calls is spirit calling this particular timeline the greatest hits timeline, where we're kind of reliving the greatest songs we've ever done, but also maybe the greatest flops or the true greatest, like oof, like hits we've ever taken. In a, in a sold being. So not just as we are in this human incarnation, but in any time that our soul has experienced physicality and that we are experiencing timelines converging into a singularity. And so we might be one of ourselves at 8 a.m. and a different self by 10 a.m. and then another self by 1 p.m. And while it's all nuanced and we may not even notice it if we're kind of busy and moving distracted through our day, if we do have that receptivity and that presence, we may realize that, you know, two hours ago seems like an ancient time period, or we may be starting to have memories um, come forward, you know, from preschool or from a time in our lives that was so long ago, but that memory feels as if it's happening in our cellular matrix in that now moment. And so time is kind of acting funny in the way that we have been uh, traditionally used to experiencing it. But as we move into what spirit calls the eternal now, we can find ourselves uh, being magicians and working with time and with the quantum shifts that that allows, rather than feeling kind of succumbed to time or overwhelmed by time, which often leads us to uh, feelings of anxiety and um, just untethered uh, to our present moment. Yeah, I like calling it feeling under the weave, uh, where your uh, receptiveness is altogether um, sullied by uh, whatever state of uh, awareness or state of being that you're in. And uh, I just wanted to yield the floor here. I think I saw Carrie's hand go up first. Let's go ahead and uh, just uh, leave it open here. Come on in. Hi, this is Carrie. I just wanted to say about time. It's been my experience that just overall time has just been going faster and faster and faster. And I'm like, how am I supposed to keep up with this? Um, But in the last week, um, my memory was jogged by, you know, um, a comment about time jumps. Several times I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, I have 45 minutes. I tell the kids we have to leave in 45 minutes and it feels like five minutes. And I look at the clock and I even said, I was like, I just looked at the clock 10 minutes ago. I can't even believe it's the time and we were supposed to leave. Um, and it just kept happening over and over, um, just in the last week. 
So that's what I wanted to comment on because it's never happened to me like that before. And all of a sudden um, now it seems to be happening frequently. Yeah, that's a really fair comment. Um, Marcia, did you have any uh, reply to that? Just that that's been the experience um, for a lot of people. And I think, you know, even more so moving forward. Uh, definitely. I uh, Go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and yield the floor again. Go ahead, Heather. Hi. Okay. So this is Heather. And I'm curious if any of you have had this experience. I find myself overwhelmed and almost... I don't want to use the word, but just if I'm really honest, like disgusted with, um, when I see, um, gosh, like examples of our, uh, world as it is right now. And what it feels like to me is that part of my spirit is connecting with a time that I lived in a simpler time before there were like skyscrapers and cars and all these fast moving things and phones and everything like that. And it almost like makes me sick to my stomach. Um, and it's intensifying to the point that I want to just go and live in a cave somewhere. And it's not all the time, but it does hit me sometimes where I'm going. Like, I feel like I do, my spirit will time jump sometimes to, um, I'm not putting into the best words, but I hope some of you most of you understand what I'm saying, like almost to another lifetime, I'll yield the floor. So what you're speaking to is incredible. First of all, it's a multidimensional um, gift that you're experiencing, but what I feel like is happening, and you can of course only take what feels true to you, is that we need to anchor in simpler times. That's actually what's being required of us and the soul right now. We're not actually meant to be getting faster in the ways that society is attempting to make us move faster. We're actually being asked to slow down. And so our soul is connecting to other points in, the, in time and space where it has experienced that level of richness so that it can bring that remembrance into this now moment. Because if enough of us are feeling that, which I know from my experience that many, many of us are, we are actually bringing that or dream weaving that reality into this reality by allowing ourselves to remember and allowing ourselves to connect to those other times and spaces. Thank you so much. That helps me immensely, Marsha. I know I can certainly um, feel familiarity with what she just said. There's uh, a lot of places that I've gone where some strange overlay is forced upon my inner eye where I'm almost put into a place of a Native American and the overlay asks of me, it's like, what would it feel like if you were just you know, walking through this valley to go trade with some people on the other side of that ridge, or you were just canoeing down the stream to go see some friends because you actually had a little extra venison and you wanted to see if they needed some. And it's strange. They're very strange because I don't have any personal identification with the overlay, but as Heather said, it's it, the overlaying energy is that it's very, very simple and due to its simplicity, it's very, very conducive to threading back through our heart. There's no mental artificial overlays uh, on top of that. And I think that's what really makes the differentiation for me personally. But if I'm Speak. not... Oh, go ahead. I yield the floor. I didn't mean to cut you off mid-thought there. Nope, did not. Um, I was just going to say, I had an interesting experience of overlays today. Um, my daughter and I just recently got kayaks this weekend, which is a dream that we've been kind of wishing on for a very long time. And we were practicing today out on the river and uh, there was this, this man fishing and he clearly um, spoke a different language and he was really connected to the earth. And it was uh, the type of fishing that we don't normally see around here. You know, it's not someone on their day off just going to fish like it was very evident that this person was 
fishing uh, in a spiritual manner and was using this as part of their culture. And when I was sitting there, I turned over when I was getting the kayak because I heard this beautiful sound and I looked over and I saw him playing this instrument that I'd never seen before. And I was just like, man, like I turned to my daughter and I said like, what an amazing experience that we get to come out on the water. We get to like, just be in this energy with this person who's smiling at us, enjoying our company. We're enjoying theirs, playing this beautiful music. And when we got home, I said to her, like, wasn't that an amazing, cool instrument he was playing? And she's like, what are you talking about? That was his phone. I'm like, what? And she's like, that was his phone. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, and I could describe it in detail what he was playing. And she was like, that was his phone. So we were seeing the, the, the same reality, but two different overlays. And afterwards I was like, man, am I really going that blind? But Spirit was like, no, I needed you to feel and believe and see everything that you saw so that you could anchor it into this time space. <laughs> Thus you could never be used as a juror on a trial. Yeah, about about. <laughs> no offense to anybody out there doing that same thing, weaving that stuff up, because we need you guys doing that. We're just not so much on the trial stuff. Yeah, thank God for 11-year-olds who can see clearly. But I still contend that I saw an overlay that was quite important to anchor. I lowered all the hands. So if anybody has any comments or questions, go ahead. We'll do the four one quick time here. Otherwise, Marsha, I think you can take us on to the next little titty bit. All right. So the very first question that came from someone in the group this week was, I'm trying to draw a new life to my reality. The last few years have felt like an incubator and that all the dice are in the air. Each day it takes everything for my nervous system not to be overwhelmed by this. I want a quantum leap in my life, but as soon as my head gets in the way with the how, the what, it is overwhelming. So much of my life no longer lines up with what I need. How do I create the life I truly want and desire when my present experience isn't providing evidence to support that reality and when I don't have clarity yet? I'm curious if anyone out there is resonant at all with this person's um, perspective on things right now. And if you want to speak to that, or I can allow uh, spirit to go on with some of the advice that came through. Definitely a few people out there feeling that same stuff. Go ahead. So we talked about in episode nine, a lot of the symptoms that the body, mind, emotional, uh, the human is experiencing regarding our terrain right now, regarding our weaponization. So if you want um, more in-depth practical advice regarding the symptoms themselves, episode nine of Sanctuary definitely is holding that. And I thought it was very interesting because we're talking about the same thing a little bit later on in the call here regarding symptoms. And we got the exact same card or the same energy, if you will, in this episode 16, um, which is faith in the process. And it's very hard to have that on a human level when so many things seem to be very chaotic and very disjointed. And we've been talking about since January that up until March equinox, we're in this blank slate energy where we as a collective and individually get to kind of reseed our timelines with what we really want to create. And spirit has reminded us that what we believe is what we create. And we're being given this do-over of 2020 in this 2022 frequency in order to help us reestablish our sense of healthy confidence, to establish firm foundations, and to realize that all we have to do is our best in each moment. So the best when we're tired is going to be different than the best when we're in joy. And the best when we're sick is going to be different than the best when we're feeling, you know, utmost gratitude. And so we do the best that we can in each moment. And we trust that that is actually enough. And so 
Tonight, the, the theme is engaging the realms of light for both of the questions which is, uh, that came up tonight, which is one is how do I create the life I truly want and desire when my present experience is not providing evidence to support that reality and when I don't have clarity yet. And then the second question was, can we allow time during sanctuary to talk about all the changes that are happening within the mental, emotional, and physical body in recent months, such as irregular menstrual cycles? And we had talked before in some of the private groups on Signal um, about this book of Daniel from the Bible, where there was the king had a dream and he called on Daniel to interpret this dream. And in the dream, the, this humongous tree had fallen in the forest and uh, basically disrupted the entire ecosystem. But after a time, the, the decomposition of the tree actually gave new life and more life to that ecosystem in its falling. And so Daniel interpreted the dream as Nebuchadnezzar would be kind of walking through the desert for seven years. He would have to eat the food of the earth, drink what the earth gave him, um, only you know wear what um, the, the animals and the mother provided to him. So he would lose his total kingship, his total power in what might be the false light. And at the end of this seven years, he would actually come into true kingship, where he would actually be the steward and the guardian of the land and of the kingdom and of the people themselves. But he would have to go through this humbling experience, um, the tree falling, in order to really um, understand the plan that God had for his life and for his soul. And what Spirit has shown me is that we're about to do 26,000 years of evolution in the next seven years. So for people who made certain choice points over the last two years that might not have been in alignment with their highest and best, in previous timelines, they may have had to do a little bit of a start over um, from the soul's perspective. And yet in this timeline, we are receiving grace and we are receiving mercy and it's a quantum leap. And so that first question of, I want a quantum leap in my life. Well, spirit says, as these timelines converge and collapse and we experience these different selves every hour, this quantum shift in reality is taking place for everyone. And no soul on mother earth will be without this internal shift. So no matter how powerful we are or how much courage and strength that we have, there are times when we cannot quite move ourselves along to the next phase or to our next creative exploration. And Spirit is saying at such times, we need divine intervention. And now is one of those times. We might be feeling at the edge of our limits without personal resource or left only with our spiritual power of faith. However, right now, calling on the invisible help of the universe is more powerful, Spirit says, than the physical efforts of a thousand people. That invisible help is not bound to physical laws of time and space as it shifts, bends, and moves in ways that defy limitation. It affects, evokes, and influences situations through invisible but undeniably persuasive means. And we are at a junction collectively as a humanity where we cannot, quote, set right the course of events all by ourselves. This is not an indication of our weakness or our faults or not being strong enough, Spirit says, rather that something much bigger is unfolding. There's a larger plan manifesting for the benefit of humanity and the earth, and a shift in our perspective is required. The ways of the old paradigm are dissolving and the grids are deactivated. We only have the illusion of their power remaining. And Spirit likened this to a whirlpool energy where we had as growing up one of those 12-foot round above ground pools. And my sister and I would kind of go in circles making these whirlpools until we could finally just, you know, like lay back and let the, the flow take us. And Spirit's saying that what's happening right now is we're shifting the energy of the whirlpool. And anyone who's walked in a whirlpool knows you kind of have to you know, it takes a lot of concerted effort at first to shift directions. And that's what we're doing right now. And even though the energy grids are deactivated, humanity is immensely and emotionally conditioned and programmed to still be walking in the old whirlpool. So spirit is saying that we have to trust that divine intervention is the only thing that can shift this and that our individual life serves this greater plan. We cannot miss what is meant for us. And that is a line spirit uses over and over again in my life and in readings that we cannot miss what is meant for us. 
that we are being empowered and protected as we make this personal progress through our role in the larger unfolding. This is the time for humility and trust as the humble and the connected shall inherit this earth. There is nothing to worry about. Have complete faith in the processes and events that are happening as this is the great transfer of power. And it is a privilege and honor to be alive during this time. With faithful surrender, we are moved fully and easily and gracefully. This is where we are most empowered as total faith gives us the space to be curious about what is taking place and to relax enough to be open to what we are in most need of. Even if we are not exactly sure what that is, or how it can happen. God knows our heart, which is to say that love knows our holiest desires as they are its own. We are being encouraged to relax. The lyrics, there is nothing I can do anymore. I don't want to lose control. And we've had those lyrics before. So spirit acknowledging humanity has a hard time surrendering right now, but that there is an opportunity to be moved from this situation we are currently in and that the next chapter of our story awaits, but we cannot do it on our own. It is simply too big of a shift and it requires the grace of life herself to intervene on our behalf. It may feel as though the wheels are falling off from moment to moment, but spirit says, do not fear loss. Nothing that is meant for us will be denied. Through faith, our peace is restored, and we can be curious about how the process will unfold. Excellent stuff. And uh, before we got on to this particular segment and theme, I did see a hand go up. Uh, so if you still have a comment, let's go ahead and yield the floor to you. If not, uh, if anybody else has comments or questions, now it's time. Hi, this is Carrie. I think that was me that had the hand up. Um, I just wanted to make a quick comment about feeling unclear and feeling like my life is not where I want it and how am I supposed to get there when, or, or feel that it's already happening when I am in these circumstances that are unwanted. And uh, I've been feeling that way for a long time, like pretty much years. And um I started a gratitude journal, not expecting really anything to come from it, but I kept hearing do a gratitude journal. So I finally started one. Um, and I can say that it really has shifted things in ways that I never imagined. Like I'm just so happy with my life. And not to say that I'm not dreaming about more um or you know different circumstances but like right in the here and now you know i can i can look in my home and say oh my gosh you know i would not want anything different about the home that i am in right now and um so i have to say that that has really shifted my perspective one of the um the biggest things that have, because I was really feeling like I was walking in the dark for a really long time. So right. well said. Oh, sorry, Tom. Yeah. Great for great. Thank you for sharing that. Go ahead, Marshall. And I was just going to say that gratitude spirit always says is the most powerful frequency that we can tune into. And then when we write it, we're adding that like extra component of embodying it and bringing it, anchoring it into our reality. And I agree with you that it's kind of hard for our human selves to think like simply writing down what we're grateful for each day could be that transcendent. And yet it really is one of the fastest ways to shift our reality. So thank you so much for bringing that up. And uh, go ahead. I'll let's yield the floor. We got one hand up. I was going to mention about how um, uh, Marsha mentioned the whirlpool, and this is something very um, interesting to me because uh, there's David Oates, he, he talks about um, reverse speech, and in his reverse speech, there's a common language that ends up with people, and 
very, I mean, like all sorts of people are saying the same types of things. And one of them is being caught up in the whirlwind, the whirlpool, the whirl of the energy of the earth. And that is something that I myself have been focusing on recently because there is a way that you can join the whirlwind and, um, it's using the tools we have right now because we don't really know, right? We don't really have uh, a set mind of what's going to happen or not happen, but we have a, an intuition and we have our hearts and our minds that are set on um, wanting to be involved in the certain way that we want to be involved. And so it's like, engaging in that whirlwind but with all the tools that we've learned and i i know so many of these ladies and i know that we've all learned these tools it's it's our food it's our what we engage in every day it's our words it's how we interact with others and i think more than ever it's getting up every day and using those tools um and creating that mindset that we want to be a part of it all we want to be a part of that whirlwind of energy that makes change um, but without having a set mind of what's going to happen. And I'll give the floor back to you. Well said, Lenny, and also terrifying to a lot of the personality self, but incredibly important because if we can let ourselves get taken up into that whirlwind, which I think you're speaking to, not necessarily like the whirlwind of the created matrix, the overlaid matrix, but the, the whirlwind of the mother, the, the life force itself. And um, for, you know, let me know if I'm, I'm hitting the mark there. Oh, yes, definitely. The whirlwind of the energy of the earth and where she wants to go, where, at w which we can't, it's like, we're doing it as a species. But as an individual, we're going through these trials and tribulations. So I feel like um, it's really hard to focus in on um, a, a set mind of where that's supposed to go. We shouldn't maybe project too much more than um, that we know we want to be a part of where the earth wants to go. Absolutely. So well said and actually goes right into a lot of the stuff that spirit brought through tonight about any time right now that we're projecting a future for ourselves, we are creating suffering because no one, not a single soul, not even the mother earth herself knows fully where the divine is taking us right now. Yeah. And what a trick for people who thought themselves so gifted that you're being asked to not direct those gifts into some idea of something right now instead to just you know manufacture a sense of uh expanded self or higher self or whatever little uh, prefix you want to add to your yourself that's sitting here listening to my voice because we're all one and the same anyways it's just that when we're out there you know seeing other people having so much gosh darn fun and you got to remind yourself they're not doing the same you know they're not hauling the same row that i am and to compare is to to die you literally die when you compare so um like marcia said you compare yourself you create suffering for yourself and with that i'll yield the floor we have at least one hand up uh yeah that's me this is heather and um i have had so many times over the last number of years of feeling that what we were, what we started this was, we were talking about someone had said, you know, they're just, they're not seeing in their human life. Uh, it's not lining up with what they want for their life. And it's just, I don't know, for me, I was, have had times of feeling very lost and like, where is it going to come from? Like, how am I going to get to this place? I can see what's meant for us, you know? Um, and it feels so far away is, is how I, I was feeling before I don't, I'm not in as much in that space right now. And I will say the main reason that I'm not is I have, um, been attempting to is I've been attempting to be of service and to just give up my plan, set it aside and say, thy will be done. If this is, if what my, I know what my vision is of what we're meant to be. And I know it's an alignment of what mother spirit would want for us. And so I have faith on a good day <laughs> on good days 
And I was given a story today. I heard a story of somebody and this really bolstered my faith that this, this man, he wrote his memoirs and, um, he told a story of when he was, uh, in high school, he, um, he helped a stranger change their tire. They got a flat tire down this crazy road at night during a storm. And he almost didn't stop. And then he was like, man, I got to go help this person. And he changed their tire for them and, you know, was of service and respectful and, and everything. And then went on his way. And it turned out that, um, that man was a person in a position of great power. And he wound up, um, he wound up, well, he, 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 he got a hold of him through some other people who knew this kid and said, I want to pay for you to go to art school because while changing the tire, they started chatting and the man had said, um, you know, what, what are you doing with your life kid? You know, what, what are you going to do? And, and he said, well, you know, I don't really know, you know, my family doesn't have any money. I'm probably just going to go over to Vietnam. That's where my brother is, you know, I'm going to go fight in the war or whatever. And, um, he says, but you know, in my heart, you know, I want to go to art school, but I don't know how that's ever going to happen. Well, the man sent him to, he, he sent him to, to school and he was able to get his master's in art just from that one act of service. Pretty incredible. And I'll yield the floor. Absolutely phenomenal. And I've had that happen in my life. And so I know those miracles are real. And if we're willing to be right place, right time and be true to our authentic selves, there's often um, a connection that is out of this world, you know, waiting there for us as well. Yes, thanks for sharing that. That definitely bolsters anybody's faith who's, you know, been saying, oh man, how can it happen? My mental apparatus just can't manufacture a way for me to get from this little point A to what I perceive as way over the horizon, point B, when that just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. It does not. Is there anyone else who has a hand up? regarding that particular point. Tom, is there anybody else available or should we I go are, on? Yeah, we're good to go. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so we were talking about having faith in the process and, um, I wanted to speak a little bit to the second question, because even though they're not the same question in any way, the weave that spirit brought through for both questions um, comes together. And so we had the second question was, can we allow time during sanctuary to talk about the changes that are happening with the mental, emotional and physical body in recent months, such as irregular menstrual cycles? And here spirit had me write purifying the blood in the vascular system. Corona is the crown or the awakening. And so this feeling that we we've talked about since March 13th of 2020, when spirit really started um, giving daily messages about what was going on, that there was a physical body, a DNA upgrade, as well as a spiritual DNA upgrade that was happening through the process that we have moved through in the last two years. And we're being encouraged to engage the realms of light because if we engage in the what, the how, or the why, we will, like Tom said, be putting ourselves into a mode of suffering. Um, that we are really being encouraged to have faith in the process. And one of the ways that we're being um, encouraged to focus our energy is through play. And we talked a lot about the energy of play during episodes five and seven. Um, but I wanted to speak to the lyrics that actually started the reading, um, which were, you took me back in time to when I was unbroken. And this feeling from spirit, from the divine itself, that we have been in a place of brokenness with and fragmented um, aspects of self for many, many timelines. And we are now being moved back to the time when we were unbroken. And some may experience this as the I am presence or the fullness of our divinity embodied in our human form. We might get it in moments or in glimpses and 
our soul does this to help us um, have a conscious awareness of what it feels like in our body, in our cells, so that once we have that feeling of God in our body, we seek nothing else. Because once you have that feeling of God in your body, you don't seek anything else because that feeling is the feeling of being alive. It is the feeling it's beyond what a purpose is. Your purpose is just to breathe and to be and to experience. And so that is what the opportunity that we are moving through. And so we're being encouraged to play and the lyrics here where everyone has to find their own way and everything will work out. Okay. And we talked on previous calls that the collective narrative right now is that you have to always be mindful of what everyone else is doing and thinking and then act accordingly so that everyone can stay safe and everyone can help each other and do the right thing. When in fact, spirit says that true authenticity is when we're listening to our inner voice within, no matter what is going on around us. Because if everyone were listening to their own interior realm, we would naturally be in a place of peace and harmony. And so we talk often about children being the only um, the only beings who can often enter the kingdom of heaven because they're often the only beings um, that are present in the actual moment without any expectations of past and future. And so we are being encouraged to be like children, to lighten up and to find a sense of whimsy and wonder in all that we're doing, including the most mundane or the most, you know, drudgery of all of our tasks. We're also being encouraged to try new things, to be open to new hobbies and experiences, as these opportunities will lead to divine soul companions. And <laughs> silly things like writing something with our non-dominant hand or taking a different route home, using a new shampoo or body wash, eating foods that we've never experienced before, or choosing a unique way to respond to a situation where we might normally habitually simply react. Spirit says that all habitual patterns and addictions are now dissolving. So if you have anyone in your life who is going through um, a period of denial around an addiction, or if, if we ourselves are going through a period of denial around habitual patterns and addictions, we may see that kind of come up right into our face right now because we're being given an opportunity to surrender them and to allow that void space to be filled with the light that actually wants to take up that space. Spirit encourages that play is the most natural way to connect to source, that children teach us this, how to live in the moment, not attached to the memories of the past or the worries of the future. We must relearn this state to enter the interior of the soul, which is the kingdom of heaven within, and a light heart is called for. We are encouraged to remember or to think of an activity which would reconnect us to the here and now in the quickest way, something that would allow for focus, relaxation, and joy. The quality of play brings a huge emotional payoff, and we are to call on the spirit of play to inspire us if we're feeling weary, despaired, or downtrodden. So I will open the floor to any comments, questions, or perspectives that you wish to share. Somebody says, Tom, how you doing? And I said, oh, you know, I've, I've been trying a new shampoo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel like that comes up a lot in your daily conversations. Well, it comes to pass that you end up having a lot of different aphorisms for uh, being below the weave because you can be below the weave in so many various ways that's just innumerable but being above the weave is obviously just as innumerable but people don't waste time trying to describe it because you're just in bliss so why would you waste that time when you're in bliss so be writing poetry instead i yield the floor lenny go ahead yeah i can uh, agree more with marcia's um of finding our joy in through play because I just I feel like I am just we're saying that to everyone like what we has we so get lost on this um mission to be a people where everybody we are being reasonable and um they admire us for our responsibility as an adult in this world 
um, and we get lost in this. Um, we're not doing our joy anymore. And it's really just about what our joy is. And it's so easy to find yet not because we haven't been taught to do it anymore. We have lost that ability. It's really when you get up and you just spend time, I find, uh, what do I do today? What do I want to do? Do I want to go to the river? Do I want to make art? Do I want to play with my kids? Do I want to, it's, it's that finding that space of what is it today that will make my spirit grow and I yield the floor. That was beautifully said. I hope that the recording got all of it because it was cutting in and out, but what you said was absolutely on point. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, everything's clear here. Uh, great point. I appreciate that. And really were uh, the point she mentioned about how we're just not taught uh, how to connect with that. Boy, oh boy, what a, what a thing, you know, Western society, not only are we not taught, but we're ram jammed into a system to distract us right away and to make us into something right away. And so when you see kids, um, you know, clinging to that, that youthful uh, exuberance, nurture that and try to reflect it in your own feelings towards yourself, not only to them, obviously reflect it to them, but reflect it to yourself because sometimes that's really what it is. It's just you seeing how they treat themselves and, and, you know, emulating that because it's so easy to forget. It's so easy to forget. So uh, like monkeys, we can kind of mimic our way back into that modality again. I guess that's, and I'm the, I'm the person saying that as a non-parent, I should probably just get right out of town. What are you talking about in, in that way when you're saying that? Well, it's like, it sounds like what you're saying is just, you're saying like children reflect our truest nature to right. us. Exactly. And if we can honor that, yeah, if we can remember or engage even because, you know, if you're lucky enough to have children around you, they'll give you plenty of opportunities to be in your heart. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was just either through mimicry or, you know, just reflecting what they're already uh, getting, you know, getting over on you just through being a natural, a natural human being that hasn't been enculturated. Um, but yeah, I yield the floor if anybody has any questions or comments. I don't know, Marsha, if you were queuing that up as though we didn't have another theme to go or if we were just at a brief pause. Brief pause, definitely have more to go, but wanting to make sure everybody is uh, getting a chance to speak up. Well, excellent. We don't have any hands up, so I think uh, you've got the floor. So part of engaging our light is having faith in the process. And another part is, and we, when we say engaging our light, we're really talking about what Lenny was just speaking to, which is following our joy, which then radiates out from us. And when we do that, we begin to attract the people and experiences and the resources that match or challenge our commitment to this empowerment. And so we can often have this, what we call the law of opposites come up where we're just starting to kind of feel that which we desire on the horizon and then boop, like a smack in the face, you know, where you have to make a big payment that you didn't see coming or, you know, something just takes us slightly out of alignment from our dream and it can crush us and spirit saying that actually when we realize that the law of opposites naturally happens as we begin to match our vibration we will always be kind of challenged in our commitment to that vibration um, if we can kind of fortify ourselves through that we will reach the other side and when we continue to shine our light we have the people the resources and the experiences that connect to us and allow us to then create this reality together um, that allows all of us to be more empowered. And so spirit is saying that currently we're receiving information individually to know which choice to make, which opportunities to take and which people to trust that the energy of the sun is illuminating our path and will be bringing clarity in the moment when we truly need to know. Now the personality self, the, the ego always wants to know ahead of time so that it can feel safe and secure, but often the energy of source only shares with us what we need to know in the exact moment that we need it. And that's where the energy of total faith or complete faith comes in. 
We're also uh, being cautioned here that our bright light can also attract bugs and that there is a conditioning in people that needs to be healed. So if people are not generating their own light, they tend to flock towards people who are. And that can be a bit of a draining experience or uh, more of an energy vampire experience. And so we just are aware that we have to have strong boundaries, um, that with our light comes lessons in boundaries, worth and self-love. The fire which burns away all that does not serve and reveals what is hidden through the harsh light of illumination. So while we're also uh, experiencing this gentle illumination of our path, we also may have a flashlight uh, shined uh, onto anything that is hidden or is simply not going to be serving the next chapter of our evolution. It's also burning through our defenses. Spirit calls this a day of reckoning, which leads only to miracles. And then the lyrics here where we were so beautiful, we were so tragic, no other magic could ever compare. And it was the feeling of the human soul collectively reflecting on itself, that we are so beautiful and we're also so tragic. And yet, it's a magic that could never compare. And the next lyrics here also came from the, the personality self, moreover, where it's running on empty. I wish someone would have told me that I'd end up so caught in your demons that I'd be lost without you leading me astray. I know that we've been hardly holding on. To tell the truth, I can't believe we got this far. And the feeling from spirit here, this whole, I wish someone had told me that I'd end up so caught in your demons that I'd be lost without you leading me astray is kind of the plea that's coming from the souls who are not connected to their interior realm, who may not even know that there is an interior realm to connect to. And yet everyone's beginning to have these gentle knowings, these gentle awakenings that we've been talking about, which bring light to places where we, we may have felt lost or led astray um, or feel like we're barely holding on like the next lyric speaks to. And just like Heather brought up, um, being in service was the, the final um, energy of how to engage the light realms. So we have, we talked about gratitude. We talked about play. Um, we talked about having complete and total faith. And then the last energy is having um, asking what we can give rather than always looking for what we can get or what we can take from an experience. So this is a moment for us to have a clean start, a clean uh, slate, and to take stock of where we are and where we want to go. Spirit reminds us to dream weave, to focus on that felt sense experience, and to live as if it is already in existence. And that can be very, very challenging for the human personality self who looks at the physical reality and thinks that that's present day reality when in fact everything we are seeing is a product of our past thoughts feelings and actions so if we want a different physical reality we first have to change our thoughts feelings and actions and make sure that they are in alignment with the reality that we wish to experience and then we have to play pretend we have to live as if it's already in existence because that's what actually magnetizes it toward us spirit asks us to clarify our intent and shoot our arrow. We get so lost in the overanalyzing that we think that we aren't clear. When it can be as simple as I would like a beautiful house, a place to feel secure, a wonderful partner. Like it doesn't have to be uh, specific. It can be general. Um, and then we send that send that arrow off into the universe. And spirit says we we let it go. We don't try to control its path or where it's going to land. Um, because when we start engaging in the outcome of things, we start moving into the business of the divine and we start kind of messing up the weave that was prepared for us. Spirit also acknowledges here that if we have been feeling physically unwell or mentally or emotionally unwell, we will soon start to see our health begin to improve. We are encouraged to have clean and joyful eating. So food that makes the body feel good, but also makes the soul feel enticed. That Alternative therapies are incredibly beneficial right now, especially body work or energy work, uh, massage, Reiki, acupuncture, sound healing, tree flower essences, essential oils, all of these things that help us um, connect to the mother spirit, as well as spirit says in all capital letters, as always, get outside and put your bare feet on the earth daily. This allows us to connect the mother earth with the mother spirit and it lands 
the mother spirit within humanity each time that we do this. She is our remembrance of a time before time. And so this speaks to what we talked about earlier in the call of having these memories or these remembrances of simpler times or um, times when the soul felt more rejuvenated and had greater rest here on this planet. We're also being encouraged to pray, to contemplate, to reflect, to journal, and particularly around the frequency of gratitude. So Carrie already spoke beautifully to that. And to commit to healthy morning and evening routines, which includes limiting our screen usage. And to understand that if a situation is blocked in our life, it could be that we are actually overanalyzing it or being too cynical in our approach to it. So we're encouraged to ask less what it can do for us and to think about what we can do for it or how we can offer what we could offer others or the world around us. As we are in service to others, love and resources follow. So that speaks to what Heather brought up earlier, that service in joy is the highest expression of praise to the divine. We're also being encouraged to pay attention to the details of our weave, that we will be getting a lot of signs, symbols, codes, and messages through the mundane. And we can encourage that gradual improvements are coming. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and to, like Tom said, to get under the weave. But when we start to get our physical life in order, spirit will move mountains behind the scenes on our behalf. And that was something that came up, I think, maybe two weeks ago to really focus on what is right in front of us, to clear the clutter on the desk that we're sitting at or to wipe down the counter. It doesn't have to be something huge, but that as we get our physical life in order, spirit is moving mountains on our behalf. We do what is right in front of us and everything gets done. And the last uh, lyrics here were, you're testing me and I'm just trying to keep it together. And I think that uh, reflects a lot of our feelings right now. Like we're all kind of tired of feeling like we're being tested and we're feeling like we're just trying to keep it together. Um, but this is part of the divine unfolding right now. And spirit spoke to the shadow energies that we could be experiencing, which are falsehood and lies, uncertainty, debauchery, psychoses, feeling empty, emotional rejection or disbelief of the news, uh, instability, lack of faith, and a cunning which makes it difficult to satisfy. So we're dealing with an entity that is never fulfilled. It's always needing to consume, consume, consume. And that's why we're always encouraged to generate our own light because we do not want to fall into that predator-prey matrix of that consumer energy or that consumer consciousness. And we had talked about changes in the body, especially irregular menstrual cycles. And what spirit said that we are doing right now is not only um, that purification of the blood, but we are protecting resources, particularly the energies or the qualities of family and children. And we are building a structure through this perseverance that a stabilization has been achieved through this transmutation of these lower vibrational energies. This is what spirit calls creation, stable and serious work. We are doing the great work with love and grace. And this last part um, Spirit spoke to was that this is a devotion and it springs from an inner wealth and it leads to meaningful actions which actually reveal a true calling. And the very last line in the reading was that we are participating in the secret of all consuming love. Yeah, nice way to end that uh, particular segment. And uh, devotions is the word that uh, really rattled off when you said it to me. So uh, we can yield the floor here if anybody has any comments, questions, weaves of their own. This does conclude the uh, themes that Marsha was bringing forward tonight. So, uh, Marsha, did you have anything off the cuff that you'd like to bring forward? I'm feeling pretty good. I just want to make sure we've covered all bases on um, what we wanted to talk about tonight, which was really answering that question of how do I create that life I truly want 
and desire when my experience is not providing evidence to support that and spirit saying your experience won't necessarily provide evidence to support that until the inner realm shifts and we can do that by engaging in the realms of light by having that complete faith um, by allowing that illumination to take over our life that divine intervention that spirit was speaking to um, by giving rather than taking engaging in the frequencies of play and gratitude and uh, like we talked about really allowing our joy to be our compass thank you for that um like i said we're at the end of this particular episode and we wanted to just make sure everybody had any opportunities to bring up any grievances any weaves any comments from past episodes or past themes that we've covered well excellent i don't see any hands up marcia i feel confident like we can possibly close the space with intent how you feel sounds good and then if you guys want to stay online for the after call and we can talk about anything else you want to talk in a little bit more depth about well excellent everybody thank you so much and uh really appreciate you guys coming here on live and uh for all of you that'll listen afterwards i want to thank you for listening so uh, we'll see you next time and we'll close the space with intent and we'll see you next time thanks again so much